What's up, my loves? How is everyone doing today? This is Nadia Lisbeth. Welcome back to my podcast. This is part three. Um, today we're going to talk about something extremely exciting, extremely personal, um, but it's also something that I had to, that I've had to want to talk about for such a long time, if that makes sense. Um, but I want to be raw and real with you guys, and I want to explain to you guys my story, because this is part of my story. This is why I finally became who I am now. This is why I'm able to be raw with myself. This is why I'm able to be real with myself and others because of the path that I had to take. Now, this isn't really um, a negative thing because I think that this is one of those positive things that happened to me that made me accept who I really am. So, um, growing up, I've had to hide the fact that I was into females. Like, it was wrong. Like, it was a sin that I was even attracted to females, to the opposite sex. It was literally a sin. To my parents, it was a sin. Um, and that I was, and they would tell me, like, oh, it's, it's wrong, you know, you're gonna go to hell if you, um, if you like girls, or if you, you know, if you, you know, if you even tried to date another girl, or, you know, I mean, we're all adults here, so I'm just gonna say, if I, if I were to ever have sex with another girl, you know, I was going to hell, um, yeah, and so that's, that's, that's what I was, I grew up with that, you know, and it wasn't until I met, it wasn't until I talked to my tia, which means aunt and um, Spanish, I talked to my tia about me liking girls, and again, I'm not going to disclose her name, but those of you who know her, she's amazing, um, she's the reason why I even came out, um, as a bisexual at the time, and I was crying when I told her that, I was like, tia, you know, I like girls, and I don't know what to do, I feel like Mommy's going to hate me. I, I felt like my mother was going to hate me and resent it. And, you know, for a while, she did throw it in my face. And she, my mom's very accepting about it now. Um, but, I, I mean, I was, like, nine at the time when I finally opened up and I told my tia, hey, I like girls. I don't know what to do, you know? Um, I had my first girlfriend. Josie, that's not her real name, but again, I'm not going to disclose people's names in this episode because there's a few who are part of my story as well. And I actually still talk to my ex-girlfriend. Um, yeah, okay, so let me explain about that. Um, so I met her through like a dating app. I think it was like Meet Me at the time. And I was like 13, 14 when I met her, and <laughs> I was really young, and she was a little bit older than me, I think she was like 16 or 17, um, so she wasn't 18, I don't think that she was turning 18 anytime soon, but she was young, um, and when I met her, oh my gosh, I fell in love so quick, I was like, this is the girl for me, like, I, I was just in love with her, and at that time, I was living with my father, um, in Illinois, and her and I lived, I didn't even know that she lived, like, two blocks down from me, but she did. And we finally met up. We met up at a park. Oh, actually, no. So I told my dad that I was going to go to a friend's house. <laughs> I told my dad I was going to go to a friend's house. 
And, you know, at the time she was my friend, like, we weren't dating or anything, you know, I was curious, you know. And so we, I, he dropped me off at our house because it was only two blocks away from where I was living at. And I was like, you know, Josie, and she's like, yeah, Nadia, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I was so shy, I was so nervous. At that time, I had braces, and I was so young and nerdy, and I was just like, I was like, oh my God, this girl's not going to like me. Mind you, she's very skinny, and I, at the time, I, I think all my life, I've, been, I've always been kind of like chubby, um, I've, I've always been ch- chubby, so like it's never, I was never skinny, you know, um, so I was like, oh my gosh, she's gonna hate me, she's not gonna like me, she's gonna think that I'm ugly, you know, and the fact that I'm hard of hearing, you know, like I hadn't tell, I hadn't, I didn't tell her that I was hard of hearing, I didn't tell her that I was partially deaf or anything like that, or that I went to a deaf school or anything like that, you know, and I think that I will talk about that in another episode about me and my experience at Illinois School for the Deaf. Um, but right now we're talking about this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was super nervous, and we met, and um, long story short, she leaned in, uh, we kissed, and that was like the most that we ever did. And I think I left my, I left her place that night, and like I spent time with her, her sisters, and her family. I met her mom, her dad, you know, and they liked me, and they they knew that she was bisexual, and they were okay with it. They didn't know how old I was. So they weren't like, I don't know. I don't know if they liked me or not. Like, I still talk to her sister, actually, because her sister and I are really close. But at the time, mind you, okay, listen, I'm a, I was 14. I was new at this. But, okay, look, and I will say, I, she wasn't my first kiss. Because my first kiss was with someone who was a family friend. Again, I'm not going to disclose their name. But I did have my first kiss with a girl. And um, it was in a closet. We were playing a game. We were playing, uh, like, mom and dad and stuff. And um, I guess we went to the closet to hide or something. And then we kissed. Like, we had a full makeout session. And I don't know how old I was, but I was really young when it happened. And those of you who were like, oh, my God, she's a little fatty. No, I swear that's not that's not, <laughs> that's not what this is. I was just, I was really young, you know. And I, I, was, I knew that I was into girls at a very young age, and I knew that I always felt comfortable with females, you know, and for the longest time, I felt like I had to hide that from my mom and from my parents, and my parents are very, they're Christians, my parents are Christians, so imagine a 14-year-old, 9-year-old, 14-year-old trying to hide who she really is, because you know that your parents are not going to accept you, but also because when you're young, they, parents like to tell you, like, oh, you don't know what love is and all that. And it's true. Like, when you're young, you kind of, you're kind of at that age where you're, like, you, it's puppy love. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, it was really, it was really amazing. Um, we dated for uh, six months, maybe a little bit more. It was on and off for, like, two years. Um, I, between that time, I met... I found out that she was pregnant. I think it was like two weeks after we met, she was pregnant. And her baby daddy, which I'm not going to give you his name, but I'm just going to say Mark. Um, I read it down in my little notebook. <laughs> um, um, Mark, he was um, her baby daddy. And he had hit me up, and he started flirting with me. And I didn't know that they were dating, and he didn't know that her and I were dating. And I started flirting with him. And of course, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I was 14, so I did cheat on her. Except, 
you know, it wasn't until, like, I think a week later that she found out that him and I were talking. And she came up with the idea that all three of us date because I liked him. She loved him. And I loved her. And so I was like, she was like, why don't we all just date? And I was like, what? Wouldn't that be cheating? And that's when she was like, no, it's polyamory. And I'm like, polyamory? What? What, what the? F-? In my mind, I was like, what the fuck? What is, like, what is going on? What? And so she had explained it to me, and she said, it's okay. It's not cheating as long as they're, like, as long as we're open with each other. And mind you, I was 14, okay? I'm going to keep saying this, because I was 14. I didn't know that we had to actually communicate, so I still felt like I was cheating. So I was, like, talked to Mark for a couple days, and then I wouldn't talk to Josie. And I'm like, what the fuck? And the whole time, for, like, a couple months... The three of us were dating and everything was good, you know, and all that. Until I realized, like, I couldn't do it because I got jealous. And I, I was jealous. I was jealous because I was like, I felt, I felt like he loved her more because she had his baby. You know what I mean? So, I mean, mind you, again, I was 14. I was 14. So, I was jealous about a relationship. And I wanted to get pregnant. Except, now, mind you, him and I had never met. Him and I never met because he was a little bit older than both of us combined. Him and I did not meet at all. Um, And we still have not met to this day, but him and I are such good friends. And I still call him my baby daddy because, like, we just have that kind of a relationship. Like, he's he's a really good guy. Like, if you guys knew who he was, you guys would be like, oh, he's a good dad. And he actually does have three kids, actually. Um, He has one kid that's with her. Um, And that kid is actually, I call her my daughter as well. I'm not going to disclose her name, of course. But, um, yeah, so it that that's what started polyamory. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about more about that. And then I'm also going to talk about how... So I, re- I realized, um, I think it was when I was um, 15, 16, I dated a trans male. And if you guys don't know what trans is, uh, transgender male. Um, except I didn't know that he was trans. And for those of you who are trans that are listening to this, please don't take offense to this. Please don't. I didn't know much about, like, I knew that there, I knew that all I knew, I knew all about the lifestyle, you know, and I knew about um, trans people and all that. But I didn't really know much about it. I didn't know how to approach it. I didn't really, I wasn't dating anyone, you know, I didn't know and he, when I met him, his mom was very, oh my gosh, she was such a, a, like, she was so horrible towards him. She would call him outside of his name, outside of his um, name that he wanted. Um, it was horrible. And my mom was, it, it was kind of like that with my mom, but my mom accept, accepted him and she actually ended up loving him. Um, but I realized that, I'm not bisexual because when you're pansexual, you will date any gender or somebody who's non-binary. My best friend is non-binary. She doesn't she doesn't mind being called he or she. You know what I mean? Um, I think she's gender fluid or non. See, I'm see, and I'm still learning all about those uh, the names and the labels and all that stuff. Um, and again, I'm not gonna put her on blast um, because that's just personal. But I didn't I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know anything about that. So when I dated him, I called him by the name that he wanted me to call him. 
And I guess we had a very intimate conversation one day about his birth given name. And when I heard his birth given name, I, I started calling him that. And I didn't realize that it was not okay to do that. Like, I didn't realize that it was, I shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? Um, and it wasn't until he told me that he wasn't comfortable with me calling him that that I realized I was like, okay, you know what? You're right. Like, I'm not going to call you that anymore. I'm going to call you by the name that you changed your name to, you know. But at the time, he didn't legally change his name to that name that he wanted to be called. Um, so it was very confusing for me. And that's when I realized that, what is it called? Like, when you're bisexual, you like male and female. There's not just two genders. There's, um, so I'm, I'm what they call a cisgender, which means I was born a female, and I identify as a female. And there's non-binary people that don't really go by labels. There's gender-fluid people that don't mind being called he or she. Um, and there, there's trans people who are transgender. They were born a different, of the opposite sex, and they change their identity, and they change who they are because they're comfortable with who they want to be. Now, I... I realized that there was a, uh, a name, there was a label for me. And I'm not really a label person, but I'd be lying if I said if I wasn't. I, I am pansexual. I will date an alien. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. But I will date anyone and anything as long as they're human. I, I don't care about what your gender is. I don't care about what you identify as. If you are a good fucking human being with a great personality and can make me laugh, I will date you, if that makes sense. I will marry you. I will have French, I will have a friendship with you. I will have a, any kind of relationship with you. You know what I mean? So I identify as pansexual. And that took me a long time to realize that I was okay. And it took me a long time to realize that I don't have to be ashamed for liking a transgender person or for liking a non-binary person or for liking or loving someone else. Because at the end of the day, we're all humans. We are all human beings. We are all humans. We're all humans in a higher state of consciousness. We're all humans that, you know, some of us want to get towards enlightenment. Another stuff. At the end of the day, we're all human. And we all deserve to be treated equally. We do. I have a lot of trans friends. A lot. I have a lot of trans friends. And they tell me every day their struggle of what it's like when they get called something that they're not. And for those of you who make fun of them for it, fuck you, you can go to hell because that's fucked up. You know, and karma, karma does happen. Karma does happen. Um, okay, enough about that. Um, so I learned that I was poly. Because I learned that it's okay to love more than one person. And for the longest time, I believed that it was wrong. I, was, I believed what I was raised to believe, which was it's a sin and it's wrong to love more than one person. It's not wrong. You can love more than one person. You can be, you can be in a relationship with more than one person. And I'm not talking about sexually. I'm talking about mentally, physically, and emotionally. You can, be, you can love more than one person. It's allowed. You don't have to be monogamous. It's not. And now, for those of you who are monogamous, that's okay. There's nothing against you guys. Nothing at all. 
But it's the monogamous, monogamous people that sit there and say that it's wrong to be poly. You're in the wrong because it's not wrong. It's okay to be equal. It's okay to want to love more than one person. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm sorry, but I have a lot of people that have really put me down about that, have really sat here and made me feel like I was completely wrong for loving someone who just wanted to love themselves. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I've dated more trans men, not because it's a kink or because it's a, my type or anything. No, it just happens. I can't help who I love. I dated more trans men in my life than I've dated than, uh, than a cis man. And that's crazy to even say that, but it's true. And I, re- I recognize that. It just happens. You can't help who you love. And it's okay to love more than one person. I will keep saying this over and over and over. If you are poly, it is okay. If you are a unicorn hunter, it is okay. And for those of you who shame unicorn hunters, you guys can go suck a unicorn dick. Because <laughs> that's just no. Um, I have friends that I know that are very open about this. And I know that you're going to appreciate this. And I know that you're going to love that I'm even talking about this. Because you need to hear that you are loved. You are important. It doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter what, what, whatever you identify as. It doesn't matter if you love five people. It doesn't matter if you love three people. It doesn't matter if you love... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You do what you want to do for yourself. You do it for your own mental health, for your physical health, and for your emotional health. You don't need to love someone else. You 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 don't need to be validated by someone else. You need to validate yourself. Like, oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how many times I've had to tell myself this. I can't even tell you how many times I've had to tell myself that it. I am pansexual. I am polyamorous. I am in love with the fact that I am open enough to sit here and say that I am pansexual and polyamorous. I will fight for what I believe in. Everyone is equal. Everyone. Even the racist people out there, I will give them love just because that's the kind of person I am. You could be racist as fuck towards me. You could sit there and tell me that I'm ugly because I'm pansexual. You could tell you can you can sit there and tell me that I'm ugly because I'm black. Because I'm Hispanic. Because I believe in equal love. Because I support someone who wants to love themselves. You can tell me that I'm ugly, but I know that I'm not. And you're not either. So if you're listening to this and you feel like you are not worth anything, you are. It is perfectly okay to be pansexual, to be bisexual, to be asexual, queer sexual, whatever the hell you want to call yourself. It is okay. You are loved. By me. You are loved by me. And, I, and, and even if you don't know me, shoot me a message. You know, talk to me. I'm here. I've been through a lot. I know what it's like to be in your shoes. And if I don't, try explaining it to me. Try helping me understand your story. Tell me your story. I'm, you are loved. You are blissful. You are amazing. You you just you are you are what the universe craves for you know i just don't ever stop fighting for yourself 
Don't ever stop fighting for the person you love. Keep loving. Spread love. Spread positivity. Don't give up. Until next time, Nadia Elizabeth.